Hello again, this is Richard Spangler with Alliance Voice Ministries, and we're going to continue talking about the baptism of fire as a part of the covenants of God and what that all means for us. Now, we're going to take a look back a little more in-depth detail at what happened at Azusa Street. Azusa Street was where the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came about, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, in 1906. And from that began uh, speaking in tongues, people getting healed, delivered, set free on mass scales. We saw that we have seen the restoration of the church. We've seen the restoration of a lot uh, of healing ministries, of prophets, apostles, evangelists, and teachers. The fivefold ministry being restored, and uh, the release of tongues as understand it as being voluntary, not something that just overcame you. We saw that there was no limits in prophecy. There's no limits in what God is saying. God is speaking all the time, and we just have to listen. And this has been 116 years since Azusa Street. Azusa Street started on, the, the outpouring started on April 1906, and the effects of Azusa Street, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the restoration of all that came with the baptism of the Holy Spirit has taken 116 years. All these things are connected to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Everything we've, every revival we have had, every move of God we have had through the 20th century and up to the day, have, have, has had an attack, has been connected to the Holy Spirit. And Azusa Street lasted roughly nine years. So what happened? Why did these movements and the various ones since then and the movements before begin, uh, begin to fade, begin to stop? The reason is the passion of man stop, fades. The passion of God's love. The God, the God's love is eternal. Men start with great passion, but over time, his passion cools, and sometimes they get in and, tr- and they begin to control things when passion cools. Example of this is when you start a new job. There's a great excitement and passion, but no matter how much you love your job, the passion fades. The same thing in relationships. There is great passion when a man and woman begin a relationship and get married. The love remains. But over time, the passion fades. Unfortunately, many take the fading of the passion as a loss of love and move on to experience passion again. God's passion, his fire, is his very essence. It's, it's, it's eternal. God's fire and passion is for all, for all creation, for mankind, and for you. It's just as hot now as it was when he, went, when he thought about creating all of it, including you. So we have this issue. We have a we serve an eternal God whose very essence is love. God's eternal passion, his fire is love. As his children, we have command command to share God's passion with the world. Yet our passion fades. Even even our passion for God fades. There's still love, but the fire has cooled. What is the answer? The answer is in the restoration of the church. Over time, everything that's lo- that has been lost has been is being restored to the church. The last restoration with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which I just addressed for the last 116 years, God has restored everything that came with the baptism of God's Holy Spirit. It's time for the baptism of fire. It's time for the giftings to come under the passion of God. We have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, the restoration of the fivefold ministry, the priesthood of all believers, and all and much, much more. It's now time for the baptism of the fire of God. It's a time for the for the for the body of Christ to be baptized in his fire. 
in his passion. The baptism of fire will ignite us with a zeal, the eternal love of God that we will not be able to contain. The baptism of fire will burn in our spirits and in our souls and transform us into a people overflowing with the eternal passion, the love fire of God that cannot be stopped. It does not matter what a government will say or what people will say or what political correctness will say. It will not matter what threats will come. The only thing that will matter will be sharing the eternal love of God for mankind. It's time for each of us as individuals and groups and corporate bodies of Christ to set ourselves to seek God and to ask for the baptism of fire and have an expectation, faith, to receive it. The enemy of God will try to stop you from receiving this baptism. I speak from personal experience. The devil threw many roadblocks in my life trying to keep me from this truth. The worst was for my family when, it, when, when my wife came down with COVID-19 and was in the hospital for 45 days. It was a terrible, horrific battle. And there were hundreds of people around the world praying for her and our family. God gave the victory. God raised my wife up and restored her when the doctors were thinking she wasn't going to make it. They call her a miracle. And... But praise God, God did it. Remember, God wants us to have the baptism of fire, his eternal passion, and the enemy cannot stop you from receiving what God wants you to have. As I said before, there has to be an agreement with God. God wants to give you this gift. It's part of the covenant, but you have to agree to receive it. That is the thing we're starting right now. Now is the time to stir up our passion for God and ask God to give us what he wants us to have. He wants us to be baptized as his children in his fire, in his eternal passion, in his essence, his very essence, his fire, his passion, his love for you and for mankind to set you ablaze with it. The first key to this is to set aside a time to be with God, a time to invite the Father to be with you. It's not a time of praying for needs or intercession. It's just a time to be with your Heavenly Father and listen. That's, 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 I'm not saying that praying and interceding is wrong. It is part of it. Studying the Word of God is part of it. But there is a time when you have to set aside and just get alone with God take time turn off things turn off the computer turn off the cell phone turn off the television when and and when i first started doing this i needed a little help my mind was just rambling along so i started playing instrumental worship music or soaking music instrumental i used instrumental music so i would not sing along i was interested in god and invite the father i said father come and be with me i want to be with you and then i waited Several places say, wait on God, John 10, 30, and Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Think about God's goodness, how much he loves you. Remember, the Father wants to be with you. If, you, if your mind starts to order on other things, determine not to go there. You may have to, you have to put yourself in a position of saying, I'm thinking about the goodness of God and his love for me. And when you start having this time, don't set aside time a time limit. Don't try and say, I'm going to do this for an hour. Most time, most of the time, that leads to frustration because you can't do it in and of yourself. You have to allow God to come in. Remember, this is a relationship you're building. And a relationship is a process, not a formula. I started with just five minutes, and that can seem like a long time. As you have an expectation of God to be with you, this time will grow naturally. 
out of a relationship, the growth of love comes naturally. This baptism of fire, that's preparatory. That's preparatory. All this is preparatory to that. Personal worship. Many people wait for corporate worship services to worship the Lord. Personal worship is essential. One of my favorite times is to do this on my morning walks or on the treadmill. There are usually no interruptions. Personal worship keeps you focused on God. And you can do it anywhere, anytime during the day. At times, the Father speaks to you during this time as well. Another benefit of personal worship is it's easier to enter corporate worship. You're in the presence of God more and more. God wants us to be there all the time. Study the Word of God. Many people read the Word of God but do not study. The Scripture says to study to show yourself approved, rightly dividing the Word. 2 Timothy 2.15 and Joshua 1.8 Ask God for insight. Take a portion of scripture, it can be a chapter, a section, or a verse, or just a few words, and think about what the Word of God is saying. Meditate means to chew on it, to write it down, to write down your thoughts. Take time to study what the context of what is being said in the rest of the section, the chapters, or the book. Personal prayer. When God asks, when you ask God for your needs and your family needs, it's also a time to intercede for others. Pray with faith, believing God will answer. This is a time of prayer which will, cha- which will change as you develop the other keys and when you are baptized in fire, in passion. Notice I said, when you are baptized with the fire of God. I believe every one of you can be and will be baptized in the fire of God as long as you're willing, as long as you're in agreement. The key is your agreement with God. Remember God said through, through, through John the Baptist, I will, the one who is coming, whose shoes I'm unworthy latch, will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. God wants you to have this fire. He wants you to have this passion. He designed you to be a, a carrier of his love to the world. And this world needs love. This world needs people of passion. It's time for us to be the, to get that passion stirred up in, again, in us so we can turn the world upside down, as they said and about Peter, about the early Christians. Those people who have turned, who come, who are turning the world upside down, have come here also. It's time for us to have that same passion, that same fire, and that's what God wants for each one of us. He wants us to have that passion. Now is the time. Now is the time for the great outpouring. This is part of this is part of the move of God that is going on right now. God is already moving, and He wants you to move with Him. You have to be in agreement, like every covenant. You have to be in agreement with what God says. God says he wants you to be baptized in his fire. He wants you to be baptized in his passion. He wants to ignite you so that you will be a torch to wherever you live, whatever you're doing. The fire of God, the love of God will just flow out of you. You will be transformed, and the people around you will see the difference. You won't even, there'll be times, like, like Paul said, when you do, do everything unto the Lord, but, and, then, and then if you have to, preach. You know, there'll be times when people just come up to you and look at you and go, what's different about you? There'll be times when you'll be sitting in a restaurant and all of a sudden you have a word of the Lord for someone. And and you have a a sense of healing, praying for somebody for healing. You won't be bothered by a crowd. You'll just say, you know, I think you have this going. Is there something going on with you? Is there an issue going on? And are you hurting someplace? And they may say yes. They may say no. Just follow God's leading. 
and then you ask them if you can pray for them right there you don't have to make a big scene just pray for them and watch what happens i do this many times in restaurants just the other day i was in a restaurant we were celebrating um some friends graduations and um the waitress was come up and I, i i got a sense that something was going on with her leg and i said to her are you a believer and she said yes I said, well, I just got a sense from the Lord that you have a problem with your leg. Uh, do you have a problem with your leg? She says, well, yeah, with my knee. Uh, it hurts really bad sometimes, and I'm getting ready to get it checked out. I can't. And she, I said, do you feel? And I said, okay, I want to pray for you that your knee's not going to hurt anymore. And I, and some of the others gathered, and we prayed for her. And well, I prayed for the knee specifically that God would heal it and restore it. And that she wouldn't have any more problems. I even mentioned that at night when she went home from her work, the knee was hurting so bad she didn't know what to do. And she confirmed that after the prayer. And I said, well, God's going to heal it. And I believe God's going to touch you in a mighty way. And we prayed for her. And she came back to me and says, thank you. You just made my day. What a transformation. What a transformation. I, By doing what God said to do, I made someone's day, or God made someone's day through me, correctly. But that's the passion. I want you to have that. I want you to experience it. God wants you to experience his passion. He wants to baptize you in it so you flow in it 24-7. The reason I say 24-7, because the passion's for you, too. And there's an eternal blessing of doing the work of the ministry, sowing the seed into the Spirit and receiving eternal life, as it says in Galatians 6, verse 8. So, let me pray for you. Father God, we come before you, Lord. And you, if you want this, I'm going to pray an impartation prayer. Just raise your hands or put your hand on the computer as I pray this. Father God, we come before you now. And Lord, you see your children all across the world. They desire your passion. They desire your eternal fire in them. And Lord God, as they're reaching out and in agreement with you, Lord, we agree that you're going to baptize them in your fire. Fill them, overflow them with your love. Overflow them with your love. Much as you sent tongues of fire to lighten on on the, the, the disciples in the upper room, we ask for that again, God. We ask again for the gifting of the baptism of fire, the baptism of passion, the baptism of your love, God. Lord, we declare, we receive it, God. We declare it into each one. We declare it into each one. This baptism of fire bursting forth like a mighty flame, God, into their lives, consuming them, help guiding them and directing them with your passion, God, and, and a burning in their in their bones, God, that cannot be contained. Lord, that your word, your power, your anointing will be not be able to be contained. It will just flow out of them in abundance. In Jesus' name, we release it now. We declare it now in Jesus' name for each one that is desiring and in agreement with you. We declare it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. If you uh, haven't, just said, drop me a line. Let me know what you think or what's going on. You can reach me at lionsvoiceministries at yahoo.com. That's lionsvoiceministries at yahoo.com. And let me know what's happening. And I'm believing 
that your life is being, I know your life's going to be changed as you receive the baptism of fire. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been crying out for. This is the time that's going to bring about the greatest move of God that we've ever seen in the earth and in your life. The greatest move of God that you've ever seen is when you're baptized in the love of God and the fire of God and that passion. And we agree. And again, thank you for listening and we'll be back with you soon. God bless you.